Welcome to Two Gins In, the podcast for renovators who want to stay in control and not want to screw up on their investment. We're all about keeping your dream alive through careful planning and taking the right action towards the success of your renovation or new build project. We're both qualified interior and building designers that take our craft seriously, but more importantly, not ourselves. Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Karen, and we're excited to have you join us this Friday afternoon for our Renovators Delight, where we take you behind the scenes of the design and construction world. We'll be chatting with industry experts, sharing your, our own knowledge and experience. We'll set you up with valuable tools and handy tips to relieve your anxiety, reduce the overwhelm, and ultimately help you to make informed decisions throughout the renovation journey. So why two gins in, Karen? Well, Helen, why not? After all, it is Friday afternoon. And what better way to end the work week than with a couple of gins or cocktails to celebrate the week ahead and head into another weekend. Welcome podcast enthusiasts to another exciting episode of Two Gins In. Today we've got a special treat for you as we sit down with the vibrant and dynamic Michaela Devlin who wears the hat of the Commercial Business Development Manager in New South Wales and ACT at Abbey Australia and she's here to spill the beans on all things tapware and bathware. So grab your favourite beverage, sit back And enjoy this episode as we dive headfirst into a candid conversation with Michaela, covering a spectrum of topics that will leave you feeling enlightened and inspired. Firstly, we explore Abby's journey in the industry and discover what sets their tapware and bathware apart from the competition. Michaela's insights will leave you with a deeper understanding of Abby's unique qualities and their trailblazing presence in the market. Sustainability is the buzzword of the decade and Michaela gives testament to Abby's unwavering commitment to sustainability. Michaela will pull back the curtain to reveal how they've integrated sustainability into their product development and production processes. And finally, we couldn't let Michaela go without exploring what's trending in the world of tapware, especially in the realm of finishes. Michaela's got her finger on the pulse of design and she's here to share all the latest trends that will leave your home looking stylish and on point. But before we begin, let me start by introducing you to the company Michaela represents, Abbey Australia. They are a leading Australian family owned and run business offering exceptional kitchen, bathroom and laundry designs for over 67 years and across two generations. Their culture of quality, trust and experience has helped them build a lasting legacy within the industry. Abbey Australia are passionate about pushing the limits of design possibility with their exceptional range of designer products. As creators and innovators, they draw on their heritage as leaders in the business and design aficionados to provide clients with unique and innovative solutions. With over 67 years of experience, they have established a diverse portfolio of premium products in partnership with global brands like Armando Vicario, Barazza, Burlington, Chamboyd, Jesse and Shock, who share their vision of innovation and remarkable design. 
Abby Australia's collaborative approach empowers their clients to explore their creativity and design ideas in the kitchen, bathroom and laundry spaces. They pride themselves on enhancing the lives of their customers and clients by embodying sustainable practices at its core. So join us now as we uncover the secrets of the tapware world with Michaela Devlin. And as we recently discovered, is also affectionately known as the crazy tap lady. She's passionate, fun and informative. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very, very special guest that we're interviewing. We have Michaela Devlin, who is the Business Development Manager for Abbey Australia in New South Wales and ACT. So Abbey is a well-renowned Australian company that specialises in bathware and tapware. So welcome, Michaela. Thanks for joining Helen and I today. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, thanks, ladies. I'm super excited to be here. It's going to be heaps of fun. <laughs> I get to it talk about I love the tap lady, we now call you and your friends. Instead of the cat lady, we have the tap lady. Oh, no wonder why I'm single. (laughs) Uh, So tell us a bit about yourself, firstly, Michaela, um, where you've come from and your position at the company, and then we're going to jump into a couple of questions about Abby. Sure. Well, I'm in my seventh year at Abby now. Wow. Um, I started as like a junior rep. I've been in plumbing pretty much my entire career. Um, I previously worked at Coroma. I went to TradeLink and then I've landed at Abbey and been here ever since. Uh Um, I did start relatively green in the uh, repping space and then I've slowly just progressed into a BDM uh, for New South Wales and ACT um, whilst also being able to um, have a go at product product design and making sure that I'm part of that collaboration approach with all the managers, the product managers. Wow. But, yeah, plumbing is just my thing. I just, I don't know, it kind of clicked with me when I left yeah. school. Um, yeah. I wanted to be a teacher. Well, my mum wanted me to be a teacher and then I <laughs> went into plumbing. So It's um, your thing. Yeah. No, that's very different. Yeah. <laughs> so odd. <laughs> Not odd. You work, for a, you work for a fabulous company, as both Helen and I and, yeah. and anyone who's listening who's in the construction industry knows Abby has a brilliant reputation. So Great products. Yeah, and, beautiful. Yeah. And that beautiful showroom that you now have in um, Dank Street, Waterloo, that's gone through the renovation. So tell us a bit about that and what, if any of our um, clients or your clients, potential clients, what can they expect, you know, walking into the showroom? What's on show there now? Oh, definitely. Well, our showroom only opened about three months ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in Waterloo on Dank Street, um, yes. literally diagonally across from Winnings. That's pretty mm-hmm. much the best way to locate us. Yes. And it is beautiful. It is absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. They have invested a lot of money in this place because, you know, they really get behind our, our business, gets behind our product. Mm-hmm. We really we believe that we need to showcase these products. Mm-hmm. Um yes. And the best way to do that is in our own internal space. Yes. The showroom itself, it's, um, it's, oh, I, I'm, I'm not biased, I don't think, but it no, is. No, you're, you're not at all. It's, <laughs> it's stunning. It's a beautiful space. It was built, um, it was actually designed by Play Studios, um, uh-huh. an interior standard. It was a project manager that yes. did that, that did all the work for the, um, bringing it to life. But it was built in zones because Abby have 3,500 product lines that are from that's um, a lot. <laughs> so many products. And I, that's pretty much where we come as a point of difference. But then that was such a collaboration to bring together. How do we display this? Like how mm. do you 
how do you actually like I don't know make it look beautiful without crowding the area in the space yeah why they went with like a zoning type of a design where each area is zoned into each of the categories that we service and that we we enter into the market in um which is mid-range to high-end predominantly yeah yeah does sit um and not only with all our pretty pretty front of wall product, we also do have our own manufacturing and trade back of wall product. Yes. So it's a bit of a fun fact that with Abbey, uh, we've been around for 67 years. I can almost guarantee you that there is an Abbey product in the majority of buildings in Australia. So true. Think, yeah. It's so true because my husband's in commercial building and then um, when I was talking about, you know, you coming on the podcast, he, he knew. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. in the commercial space, residential, everybody, most people know who Abbey are, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, yes, but you, you talk about the showroom and that has been done exceptionally well. Um you know, you've got that beautiful kitchen zone to the right as you walk in and then upstairs all the bathware and then down or back downstairs and where the sinks and the taps are. So for anyone who wants to see Abbey products displayed at their best in the right situation, it's the it's the perfect environment to do so. So, yeah, congrats, guys. It's it's a beautiful space and we're looking forward to bringing our clients through. In the, yeah, and we have sure. had a few through lately. So, yeah, it's a great it's, space. It's good that you haven't crammed all your different products together because so many showrooms and it makes it difficult for us too when we bring our clients into a showroom where there is so much to choose from and they're all sort of right Stacked next to one point. another. So it's really difficult for somebody to visualise that and to have it in situ in the showroom with products around it or colour schemes or whatever around it that that really make that product shine mm. um, and stand out and and be its own, I guess, personality rather than fighting with mm. all the other products that equally have their own personality, for want of a better word to describe it, um, that's brilliant. You know, yeah. more showrooms should take a leaf out of your book. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think that, like, when they designed, well, I think I know when they designed it, we we really drove home that we wanted to have, like, more in-situ bathrooms yes. because we work in industry, you ladies, you know, you build beautiful places, you design beautiful spaces. To us, it's quite, it comes quite naturally to put together a bathroom scheme. Mm. But to just to the end user or the mums and dads of this world, it is some of the most overwhelming process oh. that they go through. Yes. So to walk in and go... Uh, we went with like different moods and different schemes that are currently trending or yes. timeless. Mm. People can come in and see that and we can actually take them to, okay, you say that you want industrial, this is actually industrial. And they go, oh, no, that's not what I wanted. Mm. I'm thinking more contemporary. And we can take them to those areas. Oh, that's brilliant. It's not just like death via tap boards. Yeah. <laughs> like those things that, you know, that they serve a purpose, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But People want to be able to be inspired, and that's why, like in our lo- in our logo, when we rebranded, it's got creating possibilities, and that yeah. was something that was like one of the key drivers when Play Studios were designing was that we wanted to be able to create some possibilities for people that come in and they have no idea where to begin, but at yeah. least they can yeah, it gives them a visual reference. Yeah. And you're so right. I read a stat the other day that when people are building and renovating, that there's over a hundred and forty something um, decisions that the homeowner themselves have to make let alone the builder on site who's making decisions and uh, along the way through the build so to have that in situ for the homeowner is just brilliant relieves that stress of making those decisions because it's visually there for them oh definitely and like yeah like we I know it thinks it's our world like taps are our world but it's actually quite a small 
area of that, you know, 140 plus yeah. decisions to be made. Yes. And people can get really, really stuck in just that one area. Oh, I think kitchen yeah. is always the hardest for people. True. Think, because it's something that they use all the time. That's why our extensive display gives everyone, a, we do have the largest sink collection, I think, in Australia. Oh, yeah. And not is, yeah, not only that, the kitchen is the main focus of the house these days with open plan and everything happens in the kitchen. So, you know, you can see it from nearly every room other than the bedrooms of your home. So you want to make sure you get that right and um, exactly. having having a good visual, have, seeing it in situ I think really helps those decisions. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into our questions. So question one for you, Michaela. Uh, can you tell our listeners about Abby's journey in the industry and the unique qualities that set your tapware and bathware apart from the competition? Because there is a lot out there yeah. and you guys do have a long history. So jump in and tell us all about the Abby journey. Definitely. Yeah, talk about tapware saturation. It is, I think it's one of the most saturated markets that we compete in and remaining relevant is getting harder as the years yeah. go on. But I think that what we need to come back to is, you know, we are 67 years strong. We are still a family-owned business, third generation, um, and they're still very active within the business. And I think that that comes with its own benefits because when decisions are made, they're made from a real personal level, um, not so much from a corporate level. Yeah. Um, and that there sets us apart. It's it's actually quite rare, I feel, for family-owned businesses to still remain quite relevant in this industry. I um, mean, there's not many left that are there. And I think what I do love is I mentioned before that we do the 3,500 product mm-hmm. lines front of all. The branded suppi- uh, brand suppliers that we deal with all around the world, they're also family-owned. Yeah, mm. love that. So, like, when you're dealing with two family-owned businesses coming together, um, there's that, you know, get that cohesion when they're talking. Yeah, absolutely. Product design, importing, everything like that. So I think that really does set us apart um, from a lot of people. They are, Abby, are really interesting business when it comes to what they import and they've they've been known for this for years, is that they bring in a product that is, for example, uh, they'll bring in a range from Jesse, which is a really high-end brand that we import. And it's very unique. It's very, very unique. Then you'll find three, four years later, it is the most copied range. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what Abby have always been known for. We push the design possibilities. We really like, we always like to think about when we choose product, we choose with purpose because we're trying something that isn't so saturated. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we'll be able to explore that in our workshop with you girls because we actually have real points of difference in this real saturated area. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would be our biggest, like that's our biggest tick. And mm-hmm. Australian owned and operated with, it may not be the product that we import, but our our trade product is still manufactured in Milton in Australia. Oh, um, that's great. That, yeah. that, so that, yeah, you know, that's the warm and fuzzy. That's something that Absolutely. I really want to get behind. And um, I think that more and more we as as um, suppliers are getting more requests, you know, do you, do you manufacture in Australia? Look, we'd love to, um, but we still manufacture a part of the product. So we are still contributing to, you know. Yeah. yeah. The economy. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's, it's good that you can do that where you can, because it's not always possible. As you said, it's, it's, it is a difficult feat to produce everything in this country. We are a pretty expensive country, you know, when it comes to yes. labor and, and all that sort of thing. So and, you know, we can't compete with, you know, the likes of China and, and all of that. But it's good that you can have that on offer and contribute back, you know, hmm. 
being Australia, part of Australian, Australian giving back you. to Australian the Australian economy. yeah yeah it's great no and that, I think that that's something that we really really love as a whole business and I think the last part that like sets us apart would be <laughs> I say it in a funny way but we are quirky and I think that when people interact with people at Abbey Abbey have a lot of people that have been at Abbey for a very long very long time well that we, says a lot doesn't it that says oh, a lot for business as a millennial, I shouldn't be in the place for seven years statistically. So, like, that there really sets us apart, you know. Like, there yeah. is, it is a very unique company to work for, but, like, that is what makes us different. And when people yeah. want something different, it's always the thing they go for, oh, I'll go check Abby. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we have and that's what has always driven our success. And I think it will drive our success moving forward mm-hmm. because it's getting more saturated. But unique is key and that's where yeah. we yeah. yeah, you definitely have to have that point of difference. Don't yeah, you, don't and I you? think it, it, it's good that that you know with the service based industry now and and being able to shop face to face and get that whole mm. experience can really make a difference to your selections rather than just clicking online, you know, online I, and I, I not really not getting that. the true sense of a product. It's it's nice to have the product there in situ on display, a beautiful showroom to walk in, and then staff that love doing what they do and provide that whole all-rounded experience. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Great job. Yeah, need more of it. We do. (laughs) Definitely do. So sustainability is becoming increasingly important in the world of design and manufacturing. So can you share any insights into Abby's commitment to sustainability and how it's integrated in your product and development and production processes? Yep. So I love that you asked this because I am like the sustainability queen of my company. Yes, um, you are. <laughs> um, we, as a business, uh, probably eight months ago, um, started to really look at this. It has become not so much a requirement. I think it initially started as a buzzword, but we need to start taking care of our planet and making sure that as businesses that we do commit to our future, not just thinking, you know, something that is like quite immediate. Yeah. Um, so we actually uh, worked with a third-party consultant to put together our sustainability commitment and report, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. It's probably like a 20, 24, 25-page document, um, and it is a completely 360 view of Abbey, um, so where that whereby they're focused on people, products, and the planet. Yeah, um, sustainable approach. And, like, you know, we have such a broad range of products that we import and we also manufacture so going through that process was amazing because yeah. we were doing a lot already right um, which was it was just more so being able to document it and then going what is best practice moving forward not only for our business but for our, for our for the world and for the environment mm-hmm. yeah. um, he when we sat down with Jeff who is the owner of our business Jeff Anderson we wanted to be able to not only measure, but also be like, what is our commitment? What do we want to do moving forward? And I think the biggest thing that Jeff came out of it was that not only us as a brand, who we want to who we want to work with as a brand, but like our our partners, that they that their supply chain is also they can provide the transparency with their own supply chain, and that they are responsible business brands moving forward with us. Mm-hmm. That there is a full commitment. We are very I say that's a massive commitment. Yeah, like, like you guys are already doing it, but then relying on others to be well, you know, committing to others that are doing the same. That's huge. 
Definitely. And they are like, they're responsible forward thinking brands. We don't actually hide who we work with. We want We're actually very proud of our brand suppliers that are overseas. Um, and it's all actually stated and cited in our um, uh, document that there can be, it's available on our website. Right. Um, so cool. So you can download it and view it. Um, and then if you want to, if anyone wants to have additional information on it, I'm your gal, I can come and talk everyone through it. And like I said, this is fake. Um, this is something that's getting bigger. It's going to be something as a business we have to continue to carry and grow with ourselves. Absolutely. Um, I think that where we are as a business from an environmental point of view, to keep it very brief because, like, we could talk about, I could talk about this forever and I just don't, <laughs> we just don't know where we are as a business. So we reduced our greenhouse emissions by 38% and that was by the installation of solar panels. Yeah, um, so that's one way to go about it. The other way is to uh, transfer over from halogen to LED mm-hmm. uh, or lighting in the warehouse. Um, and then the elimination or use of foam and synthetics in all our packaging. Oh, nice. Okay. That there is key. And that there is also with our branded suppliers. So making sure that what we're importing as well, um, mm-hmm. that makes all our packaging 100% recyclable, um, wow. which that is just amazing. Like you don't think about so it. But it contributes to, which is the buzzword, but it is key, is a circular economy uh-huh. in the area, in this space. Um, I think that uh, the fixtures sector has a long way to go to create an actual circular economy but nonetheless it's it's kind of cool that it is something that is being discussed on a broader level that we can see if we can create a circular economy you know the lifespan of a tap or the lifespan of a sink is about 20 years okay how do we then you know reduce or like you know melt down brass again melt down stainless steel again what is the how do we create this where do we where do we go from here? And those conversations and topics are really cool to be having. And they're having, they've been had everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. And the other area that we do get measured on mm-hmm. within, within sustainability is wells. So that there is yes. the water, the amount of water that comes out of your tap mm-hmm. um, has a wells or a stars rating. Uh, yeah. Very if you've never seen it, it'd be like what's on your washing machine. There's like a, a like a star rating, very similar scheme. Um, we aim to bring in the most water efficient tapware, which mm-hmm. uh, can take all the way up to six star taps. Right. Oh, good. And that's all going to become to the forefront, like once all these um, through the Building Practitioners mm-hmm. Act that we all know that's so environmentally safe and um, functioning homes. So wells is obviously a big part of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so a lot of new builds, I think, is it, I don't want to put a year on it. Um, I think it's 2025. It may be another year out. Um that every home's going to have new builds going to have to have that so it's good that you're ahead of mm. ahead of that and you'll be able to supply without any questions need asked. we're on top of that we're just trying mm. to stay ahead of everything and that's where dealing with brands that have been around for you know 67 years 70 years 80 years they're the ones you want to deal with yeah that they have the knowledge you know the owner of our business jeff anderson he has so much knowledge about this and he is one of like he's one of the leaders which then will then transfer down to other people but like that's why these brands that have been around forever and a day we know our stuff yeah that's something you should link to it's good that you're um you know that you can do that and but not only that you're not just talking about it you're taking action Mm. and you've taken action with the things that you can change immediately and taken action with the people that you do business with and then you know thinking of ways to continue to be sustainable and it's that's just awesome yeah, yeah. and I, I love that when we did our when we took our approach 
to, to create a report was that we we didn't just factor in, you know, the planet or our products. We also spoke about our people, you know. Mm. Um, this world is it's changing and it's so rapid and it's, mm. it's it all is. over the place, but we've got to make sure that we take care of us and Absolutely. take care of us as a business. Yep. And as people yeah. moving forward. So, yeah, it was just a really, really um, interesting process to go through. And I'm, like, so proud as a business that they got behind yeah. me. I was, I was like, I wouldn't let it go. And they, yeah. they got behind me. So that that there would then lead back to your first question is that's where Abby's really unique. You know, they give their they give their staff a shot. If they really want to back you, they will. So, yeah, yeah. fantastic. It's a, it's a very smart way to go about a business. Absolutely. And, and people tend to cut businesses tend to cut corners and they go, oh, that's not important, that's not important. It's all about the product or it's all about making as many sales as you possibly can. But if you look after the bigger picture, look after your staff, look after, you know, make sure you're doing the right thing by the environment, by your clientele or customers, uh, the whole, if you treat the whole thing and address every issue within that whole business, then you you can't not be successful. Yes, exactly. you know because it just it it grows and you know it it just it's like, spreads. It's, it's like nurturing every aspect of the business and having you know foresight to see that you know this business you want around for another six hundred and sixty seven mm. years for a better number. But by doing that, that will happen. The business will continue to grow and people will be drawn to your company mm. because, as you said, you've been there for seven years and, yeah, you do. You definitely, even the down to the staff, you've got mm. to take care of the staff that are working in that business as well. That's huge. That's yeah, cool. yeah, it's it's, um, it's a competitive market like any industry is now, um, but you know it's the ones that really really want it hard enough it'll 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 be you'll be successful you just yeah, have to yeah yeah develop it and yeah start addressing these issues and they did and that's what I was like just so stoked to be part of this process with them. Mm, yeah. yeah and it, unfortunately Congrats. it's it's a limited number of, of businesses that do actually do that mm. I think a lot of them are very scared or worried it's going to cost them a fortune or it's going to get out of hand but it doesn't it has the opposite effect it just no grows and and it's, and it's not looking so much at your competitors it's looking inward for yes, you guys, wasn't yeah. it? it was looking inward and looking forward and how to mm. make that a whole better environment and move forward with that so it's mm. looking at yourself really the yeah it's it's inevitable like always if you can't you can't change that it's just mm. like you just gonna make sure that you show up as a, as a great business yeah, exactly and you tick all those boxes. yeah yeah brilliant yeah. awesome <laughs> All right, the third question is about trends. What's trending? You talked before about what, you know, what you look at importing and then, you know, you import these beautiful ranges that are then replicated. So obviously Abby is ahead of the trend. So tell us, Michaela, what's trend? trend setting? Trend setting. <laughs> so what's trending with Abby at the moment and in the tapware world? Oh, finishes. Finishes, yeah. yeah. Oh, Goodness, they options, are like, options, options. We have so much, so many options available that it can be overwhelming for a lot of people, as we were sort of talking about earlier. But so, what what's new? What's what's around? Oh, well, we find that when depends on which sector of the market that we're looking in. But in the in the mid the mid range market, you've got pretty much five solid finishes, and all brands do them: uh, chrome, black. Brush nickel, gum metal, or like their version of gum metal and brush brass. Mm -hmm. um, brush brass did have its moment, um, really, really hard. It 
came into the market. We can thank yeah. the likes of the block for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are every year that you, you can pick it, you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it comes into the show. I'll watch the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's um they do, they kind of set the trends. Yeah. Um but in that mid-range, it, it is brush brass is still key, but a brush nickel is really having a moment. Um I think that it's because it can go between light and dark scheme quite well without, you know, really changing it up. Brush brass, you are really locked into yes, yes, what a crusty beachy theme, in my opinion. I'm not a designer, so you like I agree. Yeah, no, agree. agree. <laughs> and and nickel's probably got that um it's kind of like the new chrome. It's it's standard, but it has it like you said, you've got that variety of tone of shade. And it, and it kind of has a, I don't know, you may disagree with me, but it has a little bit of a hint of uh, like a goldy, rosy hint in it as well. So it's got that little bit of a yeah. something different. Yeah. And that's still that's fairly very, neutral. Very neutral, but like we find that it's the go-to. Someone yeah. can't make their mind up, we always suggest, and then they they always they seem much more confident in settling on that finish because yeah. they've got, I can get my hardware. I can get my glitter. Yes. I can get, yes. You know, it, it's actually a lot, and that's ease for them yeah. because it's yeah. one less thing off the long to-do list that they have to pick. I think, yeah. you know, brush. I don't think brush nickel is really going anywhere, but it is really having a moment. Um, and then when you move into the high-end space, which is where we really work on, but it's probably like I'd call it 2% of the market, um, heavy metals, really deep, dark metals are coming in. Um, but you get to play around in that space. Yes. That's People get choice. It's made to order at sixteen week lead times, but like that that area, it's very dark and moody. The higher price ranges that you get, um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see that when you go between the two different areas or two different pricing ranges, it does actually change. Yeah. And oh, what is it is something that we are working on, but um, for a trend point of thing, is that the it's like the bronzes are coming. Yes. yes. They come into the market, they leave the market. I don't think if anyone remembered the Rose Gold saga, where Rose oh, Gold yeah, came yeah. into the market yeah. and ripped out very quickly and we hope it never comes back. It all came in. I think bronze is here to stay um, and it is beautiful. I do it, love a bronze. It's a time. I think the timeless ones, you know, like the nickels and the bronzes and, and not everybody's into bronze but they can appreciate it. Yes. for its own beauty and like you said if you're in the market or if you're that way inclined and you want to be a little bit more adventurous then yeah you're going to use it so you've got you've kind of covered all bases really Definitely. another thing I noticed too um I don't know if it's so trendy only probably because we've got a client at the moment that's right into um mid-century and that whole Palm, Palm Springs, Springs is there's mm. some pastel sort of colored taps and things that we've seen yeah. around yeah. Um, I mean, it's not something that's probably going to stick and stay, and it'd be very specific to I'm to say projects. It's not but very long. yeah, yeah, it's you're very limited with mm. with things like that. But you know, well, it's interesting that you say that because I went to I was really lucky to go to one of our suppliers in Italy to Jesse and Jesse are like the market leader. We call them like the Bentley of tapware, really. Yeah. Um, they have a range called Origini that is coming into our collection uh -huh. uh, probably mid next year, and it's got all the pastels. Uh, yes, it's look. It's I don't think it's going to be for everyone. No. Um, when you see it installed in a Palm Springs type of a design, yeah. alone, you it is beautiful. Yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. stunning. But that there, I don't think will be around forever. 
but it's it very specific. It is coming. And like when we when you go to trade shows overseas or you went to Eurocachina, or I think Eurocachina's on next year, not last year, but you know, Saloni was on. Yes. It's it's you know, pin lever is always key. It's never going anywhere. Oh. But I, I am having a good laugh that three piece tapware is coming back. Oh, it's like, okay. Like we're going back around. Everyone's yeah, yeah. out of their bathrooms in their old, you know, 80s bathrooms, and now we're all being asked for three piece tapware again. It's like <laughs> all coming back. Always, yeah. Designs are very minimalistic. I yeah. like. We just like for for a bathroom fixture, it is very like clean. It just looks really nice on a wall. Yeah. Nothing major. When you go look at European design, even American design, it's very chunky. It's very yes. hard, and it brings attention to it. Yeah. So yeah, it's Agreed. interesting. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is interesting. very interesting. Mm. So that's all we've got for you today. Um, thanks for joining us. But I just wanted to say that we will be collaborating with yourselves. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So excited about these. <laughs> so we've got a masterclass coming up at Abbey on Monday, the sixth of November mm. at five thirty to seven thirty. So Helen and I will be um, helping the attendees to put together a mood board, materials mood board. So we will turn up with all of that and you'll be there and you'll be giving a talk on taps. Trend. I will. I'll talk to you. The crazy tap lady will be there in person. She'll talk yeah. to <laughs> Um And, yeah, we'd really love you to come in. We're going to work with you. Um, there's a really cool promotion. Yes, that, there is. Tell us about the promotion. Yeah, so for uh, the ranges that you actually create with your flat lay we're going to be giving you for the price of chrome all five finishes that so is incredible good. that's amazing so we really want to get it like please come in yeah. and collaborate with us this is something that like this is what we love to do this kind of gives us a break away from our other jobs so yeah, <laughs> yeah. come in i promise there'll be champagne um, <laughs> we'll feed you whatever you need we'll all be there so we're super stoked and the yeah. best thing is they're going to be in such a beautiful environment Absolutely. that it's going to really inspire them to pull together a, a beautiful um, kitchen or palette for their, yeah, bathroom, kitchen, whatever it is. You've got such a great showroom that people can get ideas and and see it and touch it and feel it. And, and then ask us for questions. Yeah, questions. like ask we're all, questions. We'll we're all, all there to help them. So we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It will be. Especially with the champagne. With hundred percent, I'm excited. <laughs> I had to laugh when you actually said to us when we were discussing all of this and the logistics of it all, and you sort of said, "Oh, and are we going to be like? Are you okay if we have alcohol, like champagne <laughs> or something?" And we're like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> it's just you know they go hand in hand. They Tell do. They do. Alcohol. They go hand in hand. They do. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, ladies. I really love this chat. This has been cool. It's yes, been it's been an absolute pleasure. I really love talking to you. You're always full of so much energy, Michaela. You like just you do, you do have it. enthusiasm. It's great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks again. Have a great weekend, everyone. And Cheers. thanks for tuning in. And come and join us at the masterclasses. Yeah. Along. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us on the Two Gins in Design podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and insights on the world of design and construction. We look forward to our next episode with more design inspiration, tips from the experts, and a behind-the-scenes look at our latest projects. If you want more design information or simply want to check out our portfolio of projects, visit our website at mcraeandlynch.com.au. 
and our Instagram, McRae Lynch Designs. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels if you have any comments, questions, or even topics you'd like us to discuss. And please don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to share it with your friends and family. We look forward to catching up with you on our next episode. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.